Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church.
please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. The Lord bless you and favor you greatly. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you, people of God. It is yet another moment in the presence of the Lord to experience his glory on every side. Hallelujah. If you have found yourself here this afternoon, I want to congratulate you in advance because the hand of the Lord is about to address your matter in a unique way in the name of the Lord Jesus. There is an anointing here this afternoon to change every negative situation in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The grace and the favor of God will speak for you this afternoon and your whole life will be turned around in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and favor you greatly. I want to welcome all of you to this afternoon session of the lunch prayer fire experience. Amen. Hallelujah. And also, I believe today is the sixth day of our 40 days prayers and fasting experience. I believe we are all engaging in the fast. All right. All those who are not fasting, God bless you and favor you greatly in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. All right. We have 34 more days to go. The grace of the Lord will empower us and that assignment will be fulfilled in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Please kindly share the link. Invite all your friends and loved ones. Kindly share the link. Invite all your friends and loved ones to be partakers of that which the hand of the Lord has begun. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. All right. So to the glory of God, um, we now have the WhatsApp platform for the Eagles Mountain International UK chapter. So please, if you are in UK, you can send your name and your phone number to my dear sister, Mamie Jewa. I think um, her email address is here, jewa7 at gmail.com. So please, if you are in the UK, kindly send your name and your phone number to her and um, get ready. This year will come and be a blessing. Hallelujah. We are putting things together and um, we will definitely come. We'll come and host maybe a day or two programs over there and the power of God will be so mighty. Hallelujah. If you are in the UK, 
please make sure you get connected. Send me your name and your phone number to my dear sister, Mamie Jewa, and let's start the ball rolling. Hallelujah. We give God praise. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. May the Lord favor you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And through that, we are also going to establish the UK branch of Eagles Mountain International. Hallelujah. We are going to establish that. So please make sure. The Lord has already spoken, but we are just waiting for the timing. So please, let's get ready. Let's get ready. Hallelujah. All right. God bless you and favor you. And please, if you are in any other African country aside Ghana, kindly send me a text. You can send the text to the office line, um, whether via SMS or WhatsApp. The number is 0537 that is the office line. So please, if you're in any other African country, kindly send a message to that WhatsApp line. And let's keep in touch. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and honor you. Or if you are in Kenya, if you are in Uganda, if you are in Ivory Coast, you are in Nigeria, wherever you are, just send the message. And let's keep in touch. The Lord bless you and favor you all. Hallelujah. Those of you in New York to get ready. If you are in New York to get ready. Hallelujah. The grace of the Lord will speak for us. And if you are in Virginia, get ready as well. Virginia. If you are in Virginia, get ready as well. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are in Kaswa, you can also get ready to go and sleep. The Lord will help you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, the Lord bless you and favor you greatly in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, if you're in Massachusetts too, get ready. Get ready. I think right now the number of people we have in Massachusetts, uh, we are outnumbering those we have in in the New York. So New York people, you have to, um, you know, get up and let your evangelism be strong. <laughs> Else, the Massachusetts people will, will overtake you. All right. And we give God praise for the amazing things that he's doing all over the world. And people of God, is so amazing how the word of God is touching many destinies. The Lord is changing lives through some of the messages and the sermons on the podcast. It's so amazing. We give God praise through some of the prayer sessions as well. We have barren people who are conceiving and sending in their testimonies. And we know this can only be God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that is one of the reasons why we always need to support the good cause of the kingdom. Amen. And as the Lord is still touching lives, you will also be a beneficiary of his anointing that is at work even on the altar of lunch prayer fire. 
Hallelujah. God bless you and favor you in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right. The Lord bless us. And just as we all know that the theme or the topic of our 40 days prayers and fasting experience is spiritual empowerment. Spiritual empowerment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we all know that we definitely need to be empowered spiritually. We definitely need to be empowered spiritually. Hallelujah. If you take time to go through the scriptures, you will realize that many of us are living lives that are totally different from the kind of life God wants us to live. Many of us are living a life totally different from the kind of life God wants us to live. And the problem most of the times is because we don't allow the word of God to richly dwell in us. Hallelujah. We don't allow the word of God to richly dwell in us. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It is my prayer this afternoon that the angels of God that work on this altar in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus let these angels lift their right hand over your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I don't know what the enemy has released against you. But this afternoon by the efficacy of the blood of Jesus. May the power of God deliver your destiny from evil orchestrations. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I speak over your life. Any condition that you are battling with. By the finger of God. You have been delivered out of it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. That condition that is not in alignment with the will of God. I change it by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let things be turned around for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any negative door that has been opened. Giving access to witchcraft powers. To demonic agents. I prophesy. I shut that negative door forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. I shut that door forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. I shut that door forever. In the name of Jesus. Now I prophesy. Let good doors be opened unto you. Let good doors be opened unto you. Let good doors be opened unto you. Right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Hey, 
In the name of the Lord Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, any gathering that is against you, the Bible said they will gather yet not by me, saith the Lord. I prophesy any ungodly gathering that is conspiring against your life and your family. I scatter that gathering right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let that gathering scatter at your workplace. That evil conspiracy against you. Let it be nullified. Let it be nullified. Let it be nullified through the blood of Jesus. Let it be nullified. Let it be nullified. Let it be nullified in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now I speak by the mandate of heaven that whatever the hand of the Lord has written concerning your life, let it receive divine speed to manifest in your life. In the name of Jesus, within two minutes, you want to lift your voice and speak in the language of the Spirit. Lift your voice and speak in tongues for two minutes. Right now, even if you don't know how to speak in tongues, as we speak right now, the power of the Holy Ghost is coming upon you. Let your tongue be loosed to speak that mysterious language right now. Lift your voice. Somebody lift up your voice. The Yalada, the 
changing in your life anything that is manifesting in your life that is not according to the will of God we speak to that thing let it change right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus let it change now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus we speak the mind of God we speak the purpose of God over situations over matters and we declare let everything manifesting in our lives which is not in line with the will of God be changed in the mighty name of Jesus let everything suit the plan of God for your life I prophesy by the declaration of the prophetic everything in your life is aligning with the purpose of God in the mighty name of Jesus Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, the Lord bless you and favor you greatly. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now, we are still handling the matter of spiritual empowerment. Now, as believers, as children of God, our empowerment only comes from the Holy Spirit. Are you listening to me? So when we speak of the spiritual empowerment, we are actually talking about the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. And you see, when we speak of the empowerment of the Holy Ghost, there are many facets of our lives that we need to understand that we need empowerment from the Holy Ghost from. You see, for example, many of us looking, just looking at your physical nature, your body alone, the very moment we ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we fell. And there is one thing that we fell short of. The Bible calls it the glory of God. That means before we had not eaten, we were in full glare of God's glory. But the moment we ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we lost a certain dimension of God's glory, which was manifesting in our bodies. And the very moment we lost that dimension of glory, the body we now have is a body that has lost the glory of God. Are you following? 
Are you listening to me? So this body that you have now, it is a body that has lost a greater percentage of God's glory. And when we talk about the glory of God, basically, the glory of God actually means the revealing of God. The revealing of God. So everything, God created all things for his glory. What it means is that he created everything to reveal himself. Are you listening to me? So even if it is a stone, the stone is revealing a dimension of God. Even if it is sand, the sand is revealing a dimension of God. So everything that God has created has a certain glory inside it. And that glory is the is that ability of that thing to reveal God in that dimension. Are you listening to me? Everything in God's creation, including animals. Animal, all animals are revealing certain dimensions of God. Whether we like it or yes. And I've been saying this and I want to say it again. So that we all can understand. So every creature has a certain glory. That glory is the capacity of that creature to reveal God. But the glory that creatures have are not the same. It means that all glories differ based on the kind of creature that God has created. So in the book of 1 Corinthians 15, First Corinthians chapter 15. The Bible said. Good. First Corinthians 15 verse 40 and 41. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 40 and 41. Now, that is what Paul is saying. He said, there are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. Okay, let me read it from the NLT. It says, there are also bodies in the heavens and bodies on the earth. The glory of the heavenly bodies is different from the glory of the earthly bodies. The sun has one kind of glory, while the moon and stars each have another kind, and even the stars differ from each other in their glory. Are you so the very difference of all creature, or let me say, all the creatures that God has in the world, the difference of creatures is actually in their glory. And the monyam are you following? Good. And I gave a simple definition. I said, when we say glory, what does it mean? Glory is the revealing of God. And the Are you listening to me? 
So the Bible said in the book of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7. Isaiah 43 verse 7. The Bible said, And all things that I have called by my name, I created them for my glory. I created them for my glory. This is what the Lord is saying. So everything that God has created, he created it to reveal him. But the glories are not the same. That means we are all not going to reveal God in the same manner. Are you following? We all will reveal God in different dimensions. So the dimension of God you are revealing is that kind of glory you carry. Amen. So God made the human body with a certain level of glory such that aside God himself, the only entity that could reveal God in a higher level of glory was man. Man was the only entity that could reveal God to the highest, highest level ever. But the moment man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that higher level of glory that man had, he fell short. So if man was having a higher glory of 99%, he fell to about 16 or 10. Now that should let you know that there are many levels of glory we have lost. And the thing is, because man was the only entity that could reveal God in his highest form, God subjected every creature to man such that all the creatures were under man because all creatures differ in glory. So the higher level, the higher you reveal God, the higher your rank is in creation. Are, are you following? Good. This is just the basic thing I want you to understand. So man was the highest in the revealing of God. But man lost a dimension, a higher dimension of that glory. He did not lose all. But the one that is left now, we cannot even use it naturally to control animals. Are you following? Because of the highest glory of, of God on man, everything respected man in the Garden of Eden. Everything. Everything. Man will call lion and it will come and lie down in front of him. But when we lost that glory, even your own dog that you have been feeding for two years can bite you. Your own dog that you have been feeding for six years can bite you. Something is wrong somewhere. We have lost something precious. Now, even animals don't recognize us to be people that are revealing God in a higher dimension. The whole ranking system has changed because we have lost 
that dimension of glory. Are you listening to me? So what did God do? God already had another plan. And the moment we fell, he began that plan throughout the ages. And thanks be to God, that plan was revealed specifically during the day that Jesus came to the earth. And we have believed in him. And the day we believed in him, that glory we lost. God captured that glory and placed it in one of himself called the Holy Spirit. And he entered into us. And the moment the Holy Ghost entered into us, he became the assignment of God in us called the Christ. Are you following? Now, when we say Christ in you, what is your response? The hope of glory. It means that the presence of the Holy Ghost in you gives you a hope that that glory you lost, you are on the way to receiving it. So it will only take the Holy Ghost for that glory to be restored. Are you listening to me? And the beautiful thing is that God has set a day for the fullness of that glory to be released. But so long as that day has not come, we can still grow from one level of glory to the other by the aid and the help of the Holy Ghost. Such that we can live above sickness even whilst we are still on this earth. And that is a, a, a dimension of God's glory. Because we have never heard that God is sick before. We have never heard that. That God is sick. Mm -mm. That God is hungry. Mm -mm. Are, are you following? So if a man wants to reveal the dimension of God that cannot be sick, then it must manifest in that man's life. That man should also not be sick so that that level of God's glory will be revealed. But if that level is not being revealed, then this physical body you have will fall sick because that is how weak it is. A small mosquito will bite you. And if you don't handle the matter, after 12 days, the way this your body will shake. As if you're about to die. Small mosquito. The same mosquito we had power over. Hey! Are you following? Some of you have not seen the days that are ahead. The days that are ahead. That we come to that realm where nothing, all those things that have been, you see, restricting this physical body will no longer restrict us. Where you cannot enter into your room without opening your door. Yeah. The Bible said when that moment appears, a young child will play with the lion and nothing evil will happen. He said even the child will put his hand in the mouth of the lion. 
Do you know what is happening? The issue, what God began in the Garden of Eden is now taking place because the glory that was lost has now been restored. A time is coming when the creation will now get to know how God made things. Everything will be rectified. And that is what the Bible said, that all creatures are waiting earnestly for the manifestation of the sons of God until that revelation of God, which is the glory of God in you, is manifested. You will not see these things. So as I'm talking about these things now, we have people, human beings on this earth who are not under the control of the systems of this earth. Some people can levitate and walk in the air. Meanwhile, some of us cannot. Are you listening to me? There are certain people at this point, gravity does not have any power over them. There are certain men at this point that I'm, as I'm talking to you, they speak what is not there and it appears. All these things are the, the manifestations of how God is like. You know, some of us, when we feel some few symptoms in our, in our bodies, then our mouth will start speaking nonsense. Stop those things. Are you listening to me? So you see, it takes the Holy Ghost to empower this body. Yeah, let me help you. Let me help you. If the light of God dawns on your heart and on your mind, you will know how weak you are. And you will know that you, you will start groaning that things should change. I'm telling you. Are you listening to me? And that is one of the reasons why sometimes we, we, we read the God's generals to know how some of these generals of God revealed and manifested God. What are you talking about? One of the generals I read about by name E.W. Kenyon. The man said nobody would die in my church. Nobody dies in my church. So when you go to the man's church, you can, you can get one zero three year old woman sitting in church. Very strong. You cannot die. You cannot. This is a level. It is a level of glory. One time he invited a man of God to come and preach. The man of God is a very strong healing evangelist. After preaching, he said, if you are sick in any part of your body, come forward. Nobody came forward. That is a healthy church. A healthy church. Even the 103 year old woman is so strong. She's playing the tambourine and dancing around like a 26 year old girl. Oh, may God help us. 
Meanwhile, you enter into some churches and you say, if you are not feeling well, come. You see the number of people that will walk forward. Especially our mothers. That's why still things are like this. That's why. And I want to teach you something this afternoon before we pray. Are you listening to me? What do you mean? Hallelujah. How then are you going to get your healing? Huh? May the Lord help all of us and grant us grace in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So now let me help you. There are three main points in our lives that the Holy Ghost will empower. Three main points. When I say the three main points, I'm actually talking about the tripartite nature of man. The first place the Holy Ghost will empower is your spirit. Because anybody that is not born again has an inactive spirit. When I say inactive, it means the spirit has become numbed. The spirit is there, but it's not functional. Are you listening to me? So the first thing the Holy Ghost does is that he will activate, rejuvenate, he will re-empower your spirit. And that is what theology calls it regeneration. So he will regenerate your spirit, he will revive your spirit for you to stand once again. And once your spirit is energized, the Holy Ghost will now join with your spirit. Then there is going to be what we call a witness. But I will explain this further because that witness is not something that is instant and final. No. Because we need to understand some of these things. Are you listening to me? So your spirit has been revitalized, regenerated, revived by the Holy Ghost. But there must always be a witness between the Holy Spirit and your spirit. So that your sonship will be maintained. So the Bible said, the spirit beareth witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. So there must be a, a bearing of witness between the Holy Ghost and your spirit. And I'll show you how that happens. Hallelujah. So the first place where the Holy Ghost will empower is your spirit. Then the second place the Holy Ghost will empower is your soul. If I, if I want to go into all this, I will not finish. I've already taught on the 
the gateways of man. When I spoke about the spirit, the soul, and the body. Such that when you pick the spirit of man, when you pick the spirit of man, the spirit of man is divided into dimensions. Or let me say there are different dimensions. Just as when we pick your body, your body has different parts. Your spirit also has different parts. Are you following? And I think I've, I've taught this before. Let me just run through it quickly. The first part of your spirit is called revelation. So revelation is actually a dimension of your spirit. Then we have intuition. Intuition. Then we have the fear of God. Then we have prayer. Prayer is also a dimension of your spirit. Then we have reverence. We have faith. We have hope. And then we have worship. Now, these things I'm making mention of, they are all parts, compartments of your spirit. So when the Holy Ghost empowers your spirit, he has to empower all these gates one by one by one by one. Are you listening to me? So there are many of us who are Christians because we have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, but we don't fear God. Because the fear of God is different from being a believer. The basic definition of the fear of God is to hate evil. The basic definition of the fear of God is to hate that which is evil. That is the basic definition. And the moment a man hates evil, he has begun the journey of wisdom. That is why the Bible said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You cannot be wise when you don't hate sin. Are you listening to me? And hating sin comes as a result of the empowerment of the Holy Ghost over the part of your spirit called the fear of the Lord. So if you are here and you don't fear God, you would need an empowerment of the Holy Ghost in that area of your spirit. Are you listening to me? The Holy Ghost will empower the part of you called revelation so that that part of your spirit will now be connected to the Holy Ghost in a way that when God speaks, the Holy Spirit can reveal it to you through that area of your spirit called revelation. Then you can pick what the Holy Ghost is saying. And that is not all. 
all these areas must be empowered. There is one part of you of your spirit called worship. Worship is not a slow song that has strings under it. No. When the Bible speaks of worship, it speaks of one subjecting his will under an authority and taking the will of that authority. That is worship. Another word for worship is called submission. Submission. That is why the word worship in the Greek is the word proskoneo, which means to lie prostrate before. To lie prostrate before. To lie before someone flat. It doesn't matter how you look like, how powerful you are. Once you lie before someone, that is, that is how worship is defined. And that is what submission actually is. Are you listening to me? So one of the main reasons for marriage, especially in the area where the woman is supposed to submit to the man, it is just to teach our spirits how to properly worship God. We have done this before. Hallelujah. So, you also need to be empowered in your spirit, that area of your spirit called hope. But then, let's move from the spirit and go to the soul. So, when it comes to your spirit, the Holy Ghost will empower these eight parts of your spirit. Then when it comes to your soul, the Holy Ghost will empower seven areas of your soul. The first one is called your conscience. Your conscience. Your conscience. Your conscience must be empowered by the Spirit. Now when the Bible speaks of the empowerment of the Spirit, he's actually speaking of the life of this of the holy ghost being given to that part of your life are you listening to me and i've already explained this before that when the bible speaks of conscience we really need to understand it the word conscience is actually coming from two main words the first one is con c-o-n and the second one is science the word con is the word with W-I-T-H. I am with you. That is the word with. And the word science there is the word knowledge. So conscience actually means with knowledge. That means there can be no conscience without knowledge. Are you listening to me? And this will let you understand why when man was created, man actually did not have a conscience. Man did not have a conscience. But the day man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, conscience was created. Because at that moment, a certain knowledge has been introduced into the man. 
And the kind of knowledge that is introduced into you forms the kind of conscience you will have. So now, as human beings, the kind of conscience we have is the conscience that is connected to the knowledge of good and evil. Are you listening to me? So our consciences can only judge between good and evil. That is all that our consciences can do. So when you do what is good, then your conscience will commend you. But when you do what is wrong or evil, your conscience will condemn you. So your conscience has become a judge judging good and evil because that is the kind of knowledge we have introduced to our human body. Are you listening to me? But can I help you with something? Okay, good. This matter of good and evil also is based on the kind of the knowledge of authority. When I say knowledge of authority, you see, good and evil differs in different societies and, and cultures. I believe you understand what I'm talking about. You can go to a certain society sleeping with your brother's wife is not evil. In fact, there is a place in Namibia where when people receive, there's a community when they receive visitors, the man that will receive the visitor will give his wife to the visitor to sleep with that night as a sign of, of, a, of a wonderful gift to the visitor. Now, you know in Ghana, you cannot do such nonsense. But in that community, it is normal. And because it is normal, when they do it, their consciences will not condemn them because it is not seen as an evil thing. Are you listening to me? What it simply means is that your conscience can even subscribe to a particular knowledge of authority. There is a particular word or knowledge that your conscience submits to. And it is that knowledge that determines whether the thing is good or evil. And to us, it is the word of God that determines what is good or evil in our lives, not our cultural values. That is the reason why when you fornicate, your conscience will condemn you because the word of God frowns against it. Are you following? But do you know, there is, a, there is a point where our consciences can get to that will be very dangerous. Whenever you keep doing what, for example, as a Christian, you know that when you lie against someone, the word of God speaks against it. And immediately, your conscience will start condemning you. And once your conscience starts condemning you, you start feeling guilty. The moment you start feeling guilty, it means you have done an evil thing. Then, according to the word of God, you need to go and apologize and ask for forgiveness and repent. Are you following? 
That is how things are supposed to be done. But if you do what is evil and your conscience condemns you and you don't feel remorseful of what you have done and you don't repent and you continue to do the thing, you will get to a point where your conscience will no longer will no longer activate itself when you do that which is wrong. So throughout the Bible, we have different kinds of consciences. We have what we call a seared conscience. A seared conscience is that kind of conscience that, that is not even lively at all. There is no life in it. When you do what is wrong, nothing tells you that you have done what is wrong. Then we have a good conscience. That good conscience is that part of you. When you do what is wrong, it will tell you. What you have done is wrong, go and apologize. Then we have a pure conscience. That pure conscience is the kind of conscience that when you are even getting close to do what is evil, it will start speaking to you. Don't get close. Then we have a bad conscience. Are you following? So we need to be very careful. So your conscience is also a part of your soul that needs empowerment of the Holy Ghost. So when we say spiritual empowerment, it is not only prayer, 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 then you go. No, 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 relax. You, there, there are dimensions of you that must be empowered, else destiny cannot be fulfilled. The glory of God in you cannot be revealed. Are you following Then the second part of your soul is called your reasoning. Your reasoning. Your reasoning. And this area of your soul must also be empowered. In the book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18, God said, come let us reason together. And I love the key verse. He said, mumra mienyini, mumra mienyini. What it means is that it will only take the empowerment of the Holy Ghost to give you a correct reasoning in the, in the line and in the plans of God. So your reasoning must be empowered by the Holy Ghost. Then we have the imagination. It is also a part of your soul. Imagination. It is one area the devil is using to destroy many destinies. Imagination. I've talked on this before. I'm just trying to hit on it, then we pray. Hallelujah. That is based on what I want to, to speak about this afternoon. That's why I'm going into all this. Your imagination. When the Bible speaks of imagination, people of God, imagination is a part of your soul. It is that part of your soul called the screen of your soul. The screen. S-C-R-E-E-N the screen of your soul. It is also known as the eyes of your mind. The eyes of your mind. The imagination. Satan loves to, you know, corrupt our imaginations and use it to imagine evil things and destroy our lives by these evil imaginations. 
and imagination is so powerful to the extent that whatever you begin to harbor in it according to the word of God you have already done it so the Bible said when a man looks at a woman lustfully how can you look at a woman lustfully it is not only with your physical eyes it is also with the eyes of your mind the moment lastly is attached to looking, it means the thing has moved from your physical eyes into the eyes of your mind. And that is where the Bible said, if you look at a woman lastly, you have already committed adultery or fornication with her. So imagination is so powerful that whatever you imagined in the spirit, you have done it. And that is the reason why your, your imagination must be empowered and sanctified by the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't sanctify and empower it by the help of the Holy Ghost, the devil will use it to destroy your life. Are you listening to me? And one of the things the devil is using to destroy the imagination of people is through what we call pornographic images whether through pictures or videos, it will corrupt your imagination to the extent that when you see a woman, you cannot see the heart and the mind of the woman again. The picture of other women you have already seen in your mind's eye is what will try to control you. Are you following and listen, if you're a young prophet, you listen to me carefully. You cannot be a very powerful and true prophet, especially as a seer, without you handling your imagination very well. Are you listening to me? Good. Who, you can go to the message on that and you, you understand. The next thing in your soul that we need to talk about is your mind. Your mind. And that is where my message is. <laughs> your mind. Your mind. People of God, we are in the soul. We are talking about the soul. We have not entered into the body. So you need, but you need to understand there is a difference between your mind and your brain. They are not the same. Mostly the tree will confuse us by giving both of them one name, Ajne, but it's not the same. Your mind is not your brain. Even though they work hand in hand for something to be made manifest. Are you listening to me? mental empowerment mental empowerment child of God there is one thing I want you to understand you see in your soul the part of your soul that rules the entire soul is your mind very important it is that part of your soul that has become like the palace of the soul 
Everything in your soul will be processed in the mind before it is released. Are you listening to me? And I want you to get this. Even when God wants to do something great in your life, he has already done it. And it will be captured in your spirit. But for it to manifest in the natural, it will have to pass through your mind. Are you listening to me? It must pass through your mind before it manifests physically. So many of us, the main reason why the glorious things God wants for us have not yet manifested is because our minds are fighting these good things. Because by the time it gets to your mind, your mind has already been corrupted. And I want you to take note of this. Your mind is actually standing between your spirit and the body. Are you listening to me? Your mind has now become like a port, whether an airport or a seaport, any port that allows something to enter and something out. Your mind is so powerful. Don't joke with it. I beg. I beg. I beg. You need to be empowered in your mind. You really need to be empowered in your mind. Mental empowerment is needed for destiny fulfillment. Child of God. Many of us have been made rich by God, but we are still poor. Because the mind has not been empowered to manifest the riches inside our spirits. Are you following? And listen to me carefully. Your mind is either taking instructions from your spirit or from your flesh. Your mind is either taking instructions from your spirit or from your flesh. That is what I mean. Your mind has become a servant. It is either your spirit will use it to fulfill his plans or your flesh will use your mind to fulfill its plans. So the Bible said, he that gives his mind to the spirit, the same is spiritual. And if you give your mind to the flesh, you are carnal. So whether you are a spiritual person or a carnal person, it is dependent on your mind. Are you listening to me? May the Lord help us. God bless you. Grace out. He said, for they that are after the flesh, they do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, 
they mind the things. So you see, for you to be spiritual or carnal, it is based on what your mind is minding. <laughs> Are you following? Now, this should let you know, at this moment, the word mind there has become like a verb. Can't you see it? Mind the things of the spirit. Mind. It is not, it, it has not, it is not now a noun. It has become an action word. This is what it means. There are always actions taking place in your mind. The very moment minding something becomes a verb, it means there is something you have to do about it. This is the reason why in the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 2, the Bible said, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be ye transformed. The word transformed is the word metamorpho, from which we have the word metamorphosis. And that word metamorphosis speaks of how something grows from one level to the other. So we all know how butterfly grows from the egg. We, we, we know that. From the stage of the egg, then it will now move toward the stage of the lava then it will move to the stage of the pupa, then it becomes an adult. So now, that level of growth, where one realm gives way for another realm to manifest, is what transformation is. And the Bible said, there is no way any man can be transformed like that without the renewing of his mind. That means your transformation is hinged on the renewing of your mind. If your mind is not renewed, you cannot be transformed. And once you are not transformed, you, you are the same. It is like a child that is not growing. Are you following? We all know when your child is, let's say, two weeks old and the child cannot walk, you know it is normal. Because no two weeks old child gets up to work. But when your child grows to the age of five years, six years, seven, and is still not talking nor walking, something is wrong somewhere. It means age is just increasing, but there is no growth. Because every stage of the child's life comes with certain characteristics. How come you are three years old, four years, five years, and you cannot walk? Something is wrong somewhere. This is what is happening to many believers. We are not being transformed because our minds are still the same. We are not renewing it. Let me tell you, if you want to grow, it, will, it, has, to, it has to start in your mind. It has to start in your mind. And how will it start in your mind? At this moment, let the mind be a doing word, a verb. Something you intentionally plan and purpose to do. Are you listening to me? And I want to show you what the Holy Ghost does to your mind to help you grow.
And if you are not intentional about the renewing of your mind, people of God, Asamaba, nothing can change. I said this the other time. God made the mind of man so powerful in such a way that about 85% of demonic spirits cannot fight a human being whose mind is in good shape. If your mind is in its original shape, 85% of demons are powerless to you. that the main reason why many demons are destroying many destinies is because we have not chosen to renew our minds. This is where the problem is. So people can come and pray for 10 hours and still go and be oppressed because there has not been any renewal in their minds. And take note, the renewal is not okay now, I've renewed my mind. It doesn't work like that. Are you following? Because once we say something is being renewed, it must move from one state to another state. So the question is, which new state are you moving yourself from? You need to first discover the current state you are in, in your mind. Then know the next state you want to enter to experience transformation. Then you now get the tools that are required for you to move from your current state to that new state so that transformation can come. If you don't get the tools, nothing will show. And the tool you need for your mind to be renewed is the Holy Ghost and the Word of God. The Holy Ghost and the Word of God. So you now need to sit down, be intentional about God's Word. And we are numb, and we are numb. I want to help us be intentional about the word of God. Right? Whatever God's word says, don't doubt it. Are you listening to me? Be so intentional. Let me help you. The renewing of your mind will start with what we call right believing. Right believing. If you don't believe right, forget it. If you want, if you want, let's say you want your financial life to be transformed, it does not come by 20 hours of prayer. Mm -mm. Are you listening to me? You want your financial life to be transformed? Sit down. Start believing something different about finances from what you have already believed that has still not changed anything in your life. TNE. For example, we, we are in the kingdom of God. And in our kingdom, our economical state is different from the economy of this world. You see, Kasem, you're different from Iriasi Sikasem. It is not the same as the way. I, I, I don't know if you are with me. We 
We have many Christians who have money in the way of the world. So they are managing their finances according to the systems of this world. We have very few believers who are wealthy for the sake of the kingdom. Very few. Very, very few. Very few. That is the reason why eh, when you get money through the systems, the economical systems of the world, and you now become a believer, and you are being led to change your mentality, your mind about worldly economics into kingdom economics, it, it becomes difficult. You remember there was a guy who, who walked to Jesus and said, And Jesus said, and the young guy said, I've been following this since childhood. If you Then Jesus turned and looked at the guy and he said, The moment Jesus said that, the guy kept moving backwards. He was nowhere to be found. <laughs> Because the Bible said, the thing really <laughs> hit the guy. It entered into the intestines of the guy because he was a rich guy. Who was cut. Are you listening to me? You see the thing? Now, in the kingdom, we, we give what we have. We give what we have. That is what makes us wealthy in the kingdom. But in the world... You save what you have. That does not mean that a believer should not save. No. But the true source of the wealth of the believer is in giving. Are you listening to me? This will let you know that the worldly systems are totally different from the kingdom systems. The worldly economics is different from what we call kingdomnomics. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? So now, your mind must be renewed to think like a kingdom believer in the, in the area of your finance. Because there are many of us who still struggle to give because we have not been renewed in our minds when it comes to finance. Whether in church, whether to men of God or even to the needy. It is very difficult. And this matter, your mind must be renewed. Else, you can get some money in your hands, but it can never be a tool for kingdom advancement. And whatever you get that does not advance God's kingdom does not have any value in eternity. Hallelujah. Now let me help you. If you want your life to be transformed, the first thing I said is 
believe rightly. Huh? Because it will destroy you. Right believing. Right believing. And in right believing, the first thing you need, you see, so many of us are here right now, for you to believe rightly, you have already believed wrong things that you need to pull them down. And that is why the Holy Ghost is about to empower you to pull all those things down. The first thing you need to change your believing on is that stop waiting for an outside miracle to change your mind. You know, there are many of us who want to see the miracle money before we can now believe that, oh, fine, God can change somebody's finance within a second. You see, we are not saying miracles are bad, but if you are like that, your life will never be transformed. I'm telling you. Are you listening to me? This is because according to the word of God, life in, in the kingdom of God, we don't see before we believe like the way the worldly people say it. Sin is believing. No. Are you listening to me? So, in the book of John chapter 20 verse 29, the Bible said, Jesus says unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. But blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. That is the kingdom. Thomas was living that worldly kind of life. Because I've now seen Jesus. Yes, okay. That is what many of us are looking for. In fact, that is what many of us are doing. In our lives, we want to see physical evidence before we know and believe that God has done it. If you are like that, you will always miss it. That is not the way of the Lord. The way of the Lord is that believe before you see it. And when we speak of the believing, so your believing becomes the spiritual eyes that is looking into what you are looking for. That is what the Bible said. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So the thing you have not seen but you have an evidence. How did you get evidence of something that you have not seen? Because when you sat down, your spiritual eyes began to behold that thing and it laid hold on it so much that it became so real to you even though physically you have not seen it and you have you are now holding on to it are, are you following that some of you if i tell you you the bible has already told you we were healed. We were healed. 
by his stripes. We were healed by his stripes. Now you started feeling some kind of pains in your, in your head, this migraine thing, immediately. Your mouth started speaking of what you were feeling. Instead of your mouth speaking what you believe from the word of God, you are rather speaking what you are feeling. And you are waiting for the pain to go before you can now say, I am healed. No, you are still in the kingdom but living a worldly life in the kingdom. Are you listening to me? How you doing? Hallelujah. Yentinia mercy, you people of God. Yentinia mercy. Share. I was listening to Pastor Chris one time and he made a statement. He said, what the Holy Ghost told him one time, he never understood, but after some time, he caught it. That God can give everything to you. But when it comes to good health, good health and financial prosperity, these two things, you only experience them based on your knowledge of God. Are you listening to me? So such people, for 50 years, no sickness. And you don't understand. Some of us who free a contact hospital air bearing. See, it doesn't matter whether you are a man of God or not, and yet ferrier, it is a sign that you have not grown to that knowledge in God to live without sickness. You have not grown to that level. And you need to grow in that knowledge. When it comes to financial prosperity, hi. <laughs> Some of you don't know. When you go to Christ and you know that God has God has really blessed people with money. 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 I'm telling you. This is not the time to be fighting. See, if you like, let all the members in the church stop giving tight. The man will never be poor again. There are some people where they have got into, in their knowledge of God, they can never be poor again. I'm telling you. I was listening to Prophet Emmanuel Makandiwa and he mentioned the same thing. He said he can sit down with his pastors and he can tell them, imagine any amount of money in your mind. The moment you finish imagining it, it, you say it will shock you that you, you will all be here. Nobody will call anybody, but you hear a knock at the door. When you go and open, somebody will say, I'm coming to sow seed. 
and when you count the amount of money, it will be exactly the amount of money you imagined. So that is how. <laughs> that is the kind of level he's got into. He cannot be poor. People of Sanyama, when you know when you say where you near, I'm telling you. And this one, it is not a radia, a radia. It is your deliberate knowledge in God that will bring this to you. Spend time with the Holy Ghost. He searches the deep things of God. Are you listening to me? One time I was having a conversation with one of my, my brothers. And he said, Prof, this is how God changed my financial life. I was just, I was just studying books about financial prosperity this, in the way of the kingdom. Then I sensed within my spirit that the Lord was leading me to study more about forex trading and cryptocurrency and investment. And the guy spent seven years studying about these things. Seven years. He never deposited any money to trade. He never did any crypto. He was just studying. And at a point, he, everything he was studying to, he was trying to link it to the way that he can advance God's kingdom. And when all, when he began growing and expanding his mental capacity, he said one time he was just there. He was sleeping. It was around 10, he said around 10 p.m. there. When a being entered his room and said, get up. He got up. Then the being was writing something on a board right in his room. And he said, go and get money. At exactly 12 a.m., there is a coin in the cryptocurrency market called this. It is about to rise to over thousand percent within the space of 20 minutes. Go and get money, deposit the money, invest it, and wait. From 12 a.m. to 12.20, you are going to be a millionaire. <laughs> the guy got up. He said at that time, all the amount of money in his, in his bank account was $3,000. He invested everything. He borrowed money from... He invested $100,000 that evening. From 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. And when 12 a.m. came, the thing was like a video to him. He opened his mouth. He was just shaking. The thing was just moving. Bang! 12.20 came, the thing stopped. And the guy made over $5 million. I know him very well. $5 million. Within 20 minutes. You think it is try or luck? You don't know. When he made the $5 million, the first thing he did, he took $1 million, went to his pastor, and said, Papa, take this as a seed. He went to buy a certain house, 11-bedroom house in East Legon. I've been there before. 11 bed. Now, where you have to see fear. Kunasa Atobala Atias. He started a certain scholarship scheme for students. 
helping students, those who cannot afford to go to school, this, 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 sponsoring evangelists for crusades. They'll be there. <laughs> you see the way you are shocked? It is not by wishing. I wish, it is not by wishing. It is not by wishing. Something must intentionally be done. in wealth it is something very small to God to lift you in wealth but you see how God arranged it it is based on your knowledge of him are you listening to me so the more you grow in the knowledge of God in the area of kingdom wealth the more you begin to rise Hallelujah. Some of us don't know the story about Prophet Bernard El Bernard. It is the same way. He will never go and trade Forex until he hears what the Lord is saying. And the man can make over $60,000 a day. Every single day. $60,000. And look at what he's doing for people. Helping his church members. Giving capital to entrepreneurs. Doing, what are you talking about? You are here only thinking about you going to Dubai to have fun and this and this. Whilst you are thinking about kingdom, you are thinking about you going to Dubai to have fun. Who are there in the sky in the way of the Lord? Huh? Change your mind. Renew your mind about what wealth is used for in the kingdom. And I'm telling you that some of us, eh? God, even if I'm t- even if we get fifty thousand Ghana cities now, yeah, we will change. In Subaymes is here. We'll go to church late. When somebody calls you after ten p.m., you get angry. All because you had 50,000 Ghana CDs. You have a lot of excuses. I didn't say, I didn't say, I'm telling you, I didn't say, Are you listening to me? All the time we are watching movies and skits from people trying to, you see, they, they, they are just, they are flaunting their cars and this and their houses and that. And that, is, that has become the fuel that is pushing many believers to make money. I tell you, that's what the worldly people are doing, you know. When they get money, they are buying cars, they are buying this, they are buying that. So you think that is the purpose for money. Be careful. The mind has not been renewed. And that is why no transformation has come in the area of our finance. 
So start changing the thing from your mind through the word of God. What is the word of God saying about situations? That is what I believe. It doesn't matter what I'm seeing. It doesn't matter what I'm feeling. I will make sure that I hold on to what God has said in his word in my mind and force it to manifest. It is not an easy thing, but you must do it. The fact that it is not an easy thing does not mean you should allow whatever is happening to happen. One of life will be basar. Are you listening to me? And don't go and shift the blame on anybody. It is your fault. It is your fault. Don't say, hmm, it's not my fault. It is your fault. The moment you say it is not your fault, you are not ready to grow. Are you listening to me? That some of you, that's your problem. You, you love to shift blames. The moment something goes wrong, you want to shift the blame to another thing. It's not me, it is this that happened that allowed me to do this, this, this. Be careful. Take responsibility. Else you will never see any transformation. This is not motivational saying. It is the word of God. Renew your mind. Are you listening to me? Miracles are good. It will boost your faith. But you see, you need to work the thing in your mind before it manifests. I've always realized one thing. Whenever miracles are released, they don't come for all the people. Can't you see that? Let's say we are all here and God wants to release miracle money. I'm telling you the truth. That's how miracles have been arranged. So if you're always waiting for miracles to happen before you say, okay, then God is working. One way a better, and your life will never see any transformation. You need to start the transformation in your mind from the word of God. I've gone for crusades where 85 blind people came, only 32 received their sight, and the rest went back home. It is not that the man of God is not powerful. Miracles have been designed in that manner. And you would need a certain higher level. Which mostly is in the sovereign act of God. For all of them to be healed. So learn these things. Miracles are powerful. They are good. They will boost your faith. But don't wait for miracles before you start believing that God can do something. Believe it from the word of God. Hold it in the eyes of your mind. Strongly. Let the essence of that thing be strong in your heart, in your mind, before you move forward. The second thing you need to do to renew your mind is that believe that you can control your thoughts. Are you listening to me? You know, many of us are here thinking, I don't know that I about the thing will just I don't know how it happens. Then you don't you can't say that. You can't say you don't know how it happened. 
That is why your mind must be empowered to control thoughts. Because every thought that will be generated from your heart will be processed in your mind. Are you listening to me? Hey, let, me be, let me be very honest with you. Because you're a human being, negative thoughts will never be far away from you. You can even be preaching on the altar, very on fire, and still a negative thought can drop in your mind. Just like that. At that moment, what do you do? So in the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. The Bible said, Finally brethren, what thing, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things till you he said intentionally sit down and think on these things what are the things you are thinking of think of the things that are good think of the things that are true think of the things that are just think of the things that are pure and lovely things that are of good report continually think ponder on them meditate on them daily all the time it is an action word child of God don't leave your mind vacant the enemy will use it to do something evil are you listening to me are you listening to me child of God told you that your mind is a servant to either your spirit or your flesh so whatever you give your mind to will determine what will reflect in your life hallelujah Thank you, Lord. Do you know that your mind is like a land? Your mind is like a land. And whatever you sow on the land, that is exactly what you are going to reap. So you can either sow spiritual things in your mind, you will reap spiritual things. You can sow fleshly things to your mind, you will reap fleshly things. So the Bible said in the book of Galatians chapter 6 verse 8, the Bible said, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall of spirit reap life everlasting. I want to tell you something. From today, change the kind of movies you watch. Stop these unnecessary emotional love, romantic movies. They will not help you. They are the reason why. Your relationship is not flourishing in the way of the Lord. What happened to all those movies? Even if they are about marriage, you see, I don't get it. I don't get it. 
I pray to God to help me kill some of these unnecessary appetites for ungodly movies. That I'll go and sit down and be watching a Nigerian movie full of guys and a love and romantic and nonsense. What happened to Mount Zion movies production? What, what happened to that one? What happened to that one? Be very careful, you are in a kingdom. The devil will force you not to live the life of that kingdom. He wants you to live a worldly life in the kingdom of God. Be careful. Are you listening to me? You are watching a movie that is about marriage and it is not hinged on the scriptures. And the, the, the actors and the actresses are not connected to the Christian faith. You are putting garbage in. You are sowing to your flesh. You will definitely reap corruption. That's what the Bible said. I'm not the one saying it. That's what the Bible said. I'm telling you. You cannot deceive yourself. All these things. They are being planted in your mind. They will definitely manifest. You watch the movie, and in a, in a certain marital home, the man was misbehaving, the, the woman packed their things and left. Then you are there, say, aha, no, 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 aha, no, 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 and you are yet to marry. Be careful, else you also pack your things and leave when something negative happens in the marriage. That some of you listening to me right now, eh? when we tell you the kingdom way of marriage and how you are supposed to handle things, when things go wrong in marriage, I'm telling the truth. I'm telling you. Don't think you know you know Christ of head. Don't think you know the word of God. Don't think we're a Christian to know no no. You don't know. You don't know. Satan has a way of letting you believe something in a cunning way that you think it is normal. It will destroy you. Recently, I watched a video of a woman who calls herself a woman of God, saying that as a girl, if you want to marry, you have to actually see the manhood of the guy you are about to marry and feel it, that it is powerful before you can marry. And she calls herself a woman of God. I'm not saying she's not from God, but I'm saying what she said is not in line with the kingdom ways. Remember, I saw the on all the young ladies, and they say, yes, preach on, mama, preach on. <laughs> Are you listening to me? You see, the ways of the kingdom, eh, if you don't intentionally walk in it, the world would displace you from where God has placed you. I'm telling you. 
you need to be aggressive in these things. I'm telling you the truth. You need to be aggressive. Hallelujah. So your mind must be empowered in these areas. From today, change the kind of movies you watch, the kind of songs you listen to. Change them. They are forming things in your mind. And the most dangerous part of it, you see, you have to come to, your mind is that part of you you can control. But if you allow things to freely enter your mind without controlling them, they will form what we call a mindset. And once a mindset is formed, that is what will control your life. So what you could not control is now controlling. And take note, it will take a higher level of God's power to break mindsets. There are some of you listening to me right now. You have this in your mind. There is nobody in this world that that is living a pure life. Ooh, be we are all sinning. Ooh. In one way or the other, everybody is sinning somewhere. Everybody, and it is in your mind because you heard it somewhere. It's not scriptural. And you have believed it. And So when you do what is wrong, that is one of the dumbest things you can ever believe. When Satan doesn't want you to see glory in your life, he will let you start believing wrong things. And he will control your life. It will become a mindset. I'm telling you. There are still people living on earth. Human beings like us. Who are so in line with God's will. I'm telling you. In their speech. In their thinking. They don't sin against God. Why? Because the Holy Ghost has empowered them. What they empowerment about him What he has so as he said in the nipa. So do you want to remain like that? Hallelujah. The same merciful God. That will show you mercy when you fall. He's that same God that is strengthening you to live a pure life. What is he trying to say? The will of God is not always for you to fall, then he lifts you, fall, then he lifts you. He wants you to stand and keep moving. That is his proper will. It is called the perfect will of God. You will never get to where you are going if you keep falling. Be wise. Receive the grace and the mercy and the empowerment of God to move on. Are you listening to me? What you feed your mind with all the time forms your mindset. And when mindset is formed, another word for mindset is called way of life. That is what the Bible said. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your way of life is your mindset. But your mindset came as a result of what you fed your mind with. So what are you feeding your mind with? 
You see, there are some of you, unless you don't feel a certain sharp pain at your lower abdomen, the left side, you take your phone and go to Google. What are some of the possible diagnoses? When you start feeling a sharp pain at your, you are not serious. Especially Wikipedia. diagnosis she will believe. She will start working, thinking, maybe I have issues with this. Maybe I have ovarian cysts. Maybe this. Maybe that. Maybe, you see, and you keep thinking about it every day, it will become a mindset. By the time you realize that which was not there, you go and take a scan and they will say it is there. So what do you want to Are you listening to me? When I'm done, we'll pray. We have a bomb The Lord will empower our minds. Some of you are mentally weak. Mentally weak. Unless a negative thought does not drop in your mind, a bit merely do until it manifests. You just can't control them. I've already told you one of the ways to, to, to fight against negative thoughts. So long as you're a human being, negative thoughts will keep coming. But there is a way to deal with them. If you don't know that way, they will control you. Are you following me? We all have ever had these thoughts. When you're about to travel, then a thought will drop in. What if you get accident? Sometimes God, the thought, Satan knows that the thought will not be enough. He will bring some imaginations where you see a certain car somersaulting in your mind's eye. And maybe at that moment, you, know, you tune your television to a certain channel. You know, the, next, the scene that you will see is that a certain car is somersaulting. It looks like, hey, Charlie. How do you deal with these things? Don't keep quiet. It will take the mouth, your tongue, and your words to deal with negative thoughts. You see, when I learned this, eh, when I'm walking alone, a negative thought drops in my mind. I will speak. Sometimes I will be able to hear me. You don't know what is happening. I'm, I'm handling matters. I'm purging my mind. I mean, imagine Are you listening to me? So that negative thought of accident will drop in your mind. Speak it out. Thou evil thought of accident. Out of my mind. Then you start speaking. I am preserved. My entire life is preserved. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I am protected by the superior blood of Jesus. I will go and return in peace and in health. No, I'm sorry, now when I was saying. Are you listening to me? If you continue to do this, eh, Satan will know that mm, this guy, when we bring negative thoughts, he has caught us. He now has the way to handle it. So what is the matter? Then they will shift to a different level. 
don't throw away your speakings, your confessions. Confess what the word of God has said over the thoughts that will pop up in your mind. Because if you don't, they will form a mindset and you start controlling your life. Are you following? Take note. I said, as for your mind, you can control your mind. But you cannot control your mindset. Your mindset is what you have fed on all the time. That will start controlling your life. That one, it must be broken. It must be destroyed. In the spirit realm, it is called a stronghold. So when we read the book of, I think, 1 Corinthians 10 verse 4, the Bible spoke about it. The Bible said, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down every imagination. Are you listening to me? The moment that one is formed, you would need a certain powerful force to bring it down. But you can control it so that it will not enter your mind. So you can control the things that enter your mind, but if you're not able to control them and they enter your mind, they will form a mindset and they will control your life. So confess the word of God, not what you are feeling. I know some of you, the moment you start feeling the pain, Mr. Chesse, Mrs. Sipa, Stop! Were you not there when he said, let the weak say, I am strong? He knows you are weak, but he said, don't say it. You see? You are not getting what I'm saying. When it comes to saying, I beg you in the name of God, according to the scriptures, we don't say what we feel. We say what God wants us to say. Because there is something in your mouth as well. If you say what you are feeling, it will be difficult for you to get yourself out of it when it is evil. Somebody said, I will wake up in the middle of the night to visit the washroom. All I can think of is, what if I meet a ghost? <laughs> I know some of you have you, you, you've been having those kind of thoughts. Or the ghost goes to goes to Sabozafi. Ne uncle be a wobu be a wasama be silly tree. And even after going to the washroom, when the person comes back to bed, most of they will dream and see the uncle. Don't you know that most of the things you think about, they are the things you dream about? Don't you know? Go and read your Bible. Hallelujah. 
May the Lord help us. One man of God said, Don't use your mouth as a thermometer, which only reads the temperature of your current condition. Allow God's word to turn your mouth into a thermostat, which changes the temperature of your life by confessing what God says. So you see, there is a thermometer and there is a thermostat. They are not the same. You only use the thermometer to measure temperature that is around. But when it comes to thermostat, it is rather that which regulates the temperature. It changes it whether to cold or hot. Your mouth should be a thermostat. When things are not going well, let your mouth make it well. Don't use your mouth to say the things that are not going well. You are just measuring the temperature. Use your mouth to change the situation. Are you following? And just as I said, don't entertain negative thoughts. The moment they drop in your mind, speak against it. That is one of the reasons why you need to spend time with the word of God. To know every word you use to counter every negative thought that will come to your mind. So when the enemy brings thoughts of death, you should know verses of scripture that you, should, you will use to conquer it. Are you following and speak it out loud. Please, I beg you in the name of God. Don't listen to this message and forget it. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. A greater portion of your destiny that must be made manifest is dependent on the renewal of your mind. Spend quality time. Stop all those negative worldly songs. They will not help you. They, your mind will be filled with lust. Lust. Some of us, we are struggling with lust because you're in papa. You, the same person trying to fight lust. You are the one going to watch Romeo and Juliet. You are watching Bonsam cartoons. Huh? Can you deal with lust? Are you following? So whenever that urge to go and watch those things drop in your mind, get up! Speak against it and take something godly and fill your mind with it. Most of the problems that we make is that, you see, you see, <laughs> Some of us, negative thoughts will keep coming to our minds and we are just lying down quietly thinking we are fighting it, we are fighting it. You will do it, oh. You will do it. Are you following? Fill your mind with godly things to the extent that no ungodly thing will have a vacancy in your mind to occupy. And finally, maybe Niagara. So if you think, uh, uh, 
I'm not watching negative movies, so I'm, I'm sitting down quietly. We don't do it like that. Oh. If you are not watching negative movies, watch godly movies to replace it. Don't leave your mind idle. Satan will get a work for it. He said, an idle man is the devil's tool. Are you listening to me? Be very careful. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I want us to lift our voices in prayer. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. want to lift your voice in prayer right now and your prayer is simple oh holy ghost empower my mind empower my mind for destiny fulfillment any area of my mind that has become a point the devil is controlling my Lord and my God, as I lift up my voice in prayer, let that part be taken out of the grip of the enemy. Empower my mind in glorious thoughts, in godly thoughts. Destroy negative thoughts in my mind. Deliver my mind from evil strongholds and empower my mind even to bring to pass the good things you have purpose for me. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Lift up your voice and fire prayer. You can call in and join us in prayer right now. You can call in and join us in prayer right now. Say la palaka patelama. Ya pata paka payalama. Say la 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 la. Ya pata paka pay. Ya pata da 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 mo. Ya pata da da la la yo. Ya pala makupan. Ya pala da da la la sha. Ya pata da da mo. Mighty God, by the power of the Holy Ghost, empower my mind, empower my mind, for destiny fulfillment, right now. Yeah, 
May the goodness of the Lord come upon you like rain. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. There's someone here, the name I'm seeing is Polash. Polash. The Lord said I should pray for you and release grace on your destiny. I saw in the realm of the spirit that the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that there is this door that you are supposed to enter, but it has been delayed for a while, and he's about to push you even to enter it. And the door I am talking about is like a traveling door even to the United Kingdom. So I looked and I saw in the spirit realm that this door of traveling has been opened. I saw in the spirit that even last two years, that was when the door opened. But somewhere, somehow, you yourself, you said you will not go. And you don't even know what came over you for you to say that. The Lord is ministering to me to tell you that his grace and his favor have located your life. And from today, that door has been opened unto you. And this year, saith the spirit of the Lord, that door will open. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And the Lord is ministering to me to tell you, it is not even only that door that is opening. For I looked and I saw in the spirit, it is a door of traveling is also opening for your mother. For I looked and I saw in the realm of the spirit that God says that his favor is about to locate your mother. Because as I'm looking at things in the spirit on the 6th of March, which is actually the Independence Day of Ghana, that is actually the day your mother is going to be 59 or 60, something like that. And spiritually, the Lord is ministering to me that marriage has not favored your mother because I looked and I saw in the realm of the spirit that a certain man was with your mother and this man that was with your mother when you were born something happened and the disconnection between the man and your mother came I am talking about a man that bears a certain name like Sakwa or so and in the realm of the spirit this disconnection came and from that moment your mother has not experienced anything in marriage that's your father the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that even though God is opening a door of traveling for you, another door of traveling is about to open for your mother. But as for her own, it is going to be through a certain marital door. And it will shock everybody in the family that how come somebody that is... 60 years, 59 years getting married and I saw that the door will open even in the United States of America and God will establish your mother even in that glory for I looked and I saw in the spirit that the angel of the Lord is showing me two people that are getting married. I am looking at your mother and on her forehead they've written a name like Vivian and I am looking at the man but I'm not being permitted to mention his name but this man I'm talking about is in the United States of America the Lord is speaking to me to tell you something glorious is about to hit your life and also hit the life of your mother the angel that has been sent into your family is about to do something glorious for you and for your mother as well and any assignment of the enemy that will rise against both of you I command it to die in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the lifting of God 
be made manifest in your life and in that of your mother's life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it done. There's someone I'm looking at here. The name is Fortune. Fortune. I'm praying for you. Fortune. Can you hear me? The Lord said I should pray for you. His greatness is on your life. And God is going to turn things around for your good. But one thing the Lord said I should tell you to be more careful of is friends. Because I saw friends trying to destroy a lot of things that God wants to do with you. You have a certain serious star on your head. And this star is for greater levels of glory. And the Lord said I should tell you. One thing I see that your star is really shining about is your marriage. So be very, very, very careful in your discussion with your friends because I see that two of your friends will start envying you because of the kind of grace that is on your life. But the Lord will preserve your destiny and he will shield you from every assignment of the enemy. And whatever he, God, has purposed will surely come to pass. For there is somebody that will be like a friend that they call her Florence. Florence. That the Lord is telling me to tell you to be very careful. Any Florence that will come into your life as a friend, be very careful. Be very careful. Be very careful because Florence will start hating you just like that because certain doors will start opening for you. So be very, very, very careful. May the grace of the Lord locate you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. Favored Remy, I'm praying for you. The Lord is about to empower you and favor you greatly. The Lord says he's about to make a way where you think that way cannot be released. For this is what I saw in the spirit realm. All of a sudden, somebody will get up and call your husband and ask him what does he need. And your husband will tell the man he's looking for bank statement. And I saw that the man will give to your husband bank statement that is worth 460,000 Ghana cities. And I saw that everything will go through even for your husband, something glorious is about to hit your life. And the Lord said, I should pray for you and disconnect you from any assignment of the enemy. The Lord even told me that I, you are not the only one I should pray for. For there is also somebody connected to you that bears a name like Raymond, Raymond, Raymond. Spiritually, I am looking at a guy standing in front of me. And the guy is telling me that if I am praying for his sister, then I should pray for him as well. For he is called Raymond Amanate, Amanate, Raymond. He said, man of God, pray for me. Things are not working for me at all. In the area of work, in the area of finance, Please pray for me. And the Lord is ministering to me to pray for him. For great doors are about to be opened unto him. And God will start turning things around even for his destiny. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever Raymond is believing God for. And that this anointing, I release it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And the Lord said to me, 
It is not even only Raymond as well that I should pray for. For there is somebody that is connected to you also that they call the person faith, faith, faith. For I looked and I saw in the realm of the spirit that somebody stood before me and I saw that on the person's forehead they've written a name like faith. I don't know who that faith is and how connected that faith is to you. But the Lord is ministering to me even to pray for faith as well so that great doors will also open even for faith i pray in the mighty name of the lord jesus that door of traveling that the lord has said to open for faith let it be opened in the mighty name of the lord jesus and may the covering of the lord be upon the life of faith in the mighty name of the lord jesus i call it down i call it down thank you mighty god Thank you, mighty God. There is someone here, the name I'm seeing is Ashi, Ashikai. Ashikai. I want to pray for you. The Lord is about to favor you and show you great mercy in the name of the Lord Jesus. For I looked and I saw in the spirit realm, the Lord said I should pray for you and open doors for you financially. The Lord said I should open doors for you financially. So I looked and I saw in the spirit that the angel of the Lord gave something to me. When I looked into my hand, I saw this to be like oil. And the angel said I should pour that oil on you so that financial doors will be opened. And so that maritally things will also be settled. Because I'm looking at a certain marriage that the enemy is bringing under contention. But the angel of the Lord is ministering to me his favor is locating you and that marriage will not be destroyed the lord will show you great mercy and favor you in the mighty name of the lord jesus the lord even said it is not even only your marriage we should pray for there is somebody also connected to you that has and i'm looking at a lady that is that has put on spectacles and on the person's spectacles i saw a name like iris iris and the angel of the lord spoke to me and said there is somebody connected to you that bears a name like that that has an issue with her eyes that is your sister i don't know if she she's had issues with her eyes before the lord is speaking to me that we should pray for iris so that any attack of the enemy to release she has had issues with her eyes any issue of her eyes that in fact that is what i see the condition will be on the part of her eyes called the iris <laughs> Wow. And the Lord said we should pray. He's going to release divine grace because I saw that she went, Iris went to the hospital and they told her that her iris has been affected and that she would have to use a certain spectacles and they won't even wanted her to go through surgery. But the Lord is ministering to me that his favor is locating the life of Iris and she wears spectacles. May the Lord favor her. Right now, I stretch forth my hands in the spirit. May the hand of the Lord touch her eyes right now. I decree that she's healed. I don't know if that is Iris I'm looking at. May God release divine favor. 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for uncommon grace even to be over her life. The Lord is also releasing, I don't know if Iris is married, but I'm looking at the left finger of, of Iris without any ring. And the Lord is ministering to me that I should pray for her so that her marriage will be released this year. Iris wants to travel, but the Lord said, tell her that she should marry before she travels, else there is going to be a serious issue that will fight against her marriage. I pray that the grace of God will locate her life wherever she is in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord is also ministering to me that I should also use you as a point of contact to pray even for your sister that they call Joanna. Majority, majority. The Lord says that the contention the enemy released even against her marriage has been destroyed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord said I should also pray for your mother. For all of a sudden I am looking at a woman your sister is Marjorie. The Lord said I should pray for Marjorie that the covering of the Lord will be even upon her marriage in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And you are Joanna. All right. May the covering of the Lord be upon your destiny in the name of Jesus. The Lord said we should pray even also for a woman that looks like your mother. In the spirit realm, I saw a woman that was writing on a board like a teacher. And spiritually, I saw that she sat down. And when she sat down, they covered her with something. And on the thing, they had written retirement. So I looked and I saw that the woman had retired even from teaching. And I see in the realm of the spirit things she has retired things are not really working in her health the lord is ministering to me that i should use you as a point of contact even to pray for your mother so that in her health she will receive divine healing the whole thing is around her waist and her leg they are planning that she will be in the room on the bed without going anywhere but the lord said that agenda has failed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So I'm working with the angel of the Lord. We have entered into Sunyani. And when we entered into Sunyani, we have entered into a certain house. When we go to the house, I am looking at a woman that you are in Sunyani. I'm looking at a woman that is lying on the bed. And the angel of the Lord is ministering to me that I should pray for her. For that woman will not die. She will live to see the glory that God will release upon all her children. In the name of Jesus, ah, which of your which of your sisters is married to a man of God? I don't know which of your sisters is married to a man of God because I saw a marriage that is between someone and a man of God. But the marriage I am looking at, the enemy wants to bring contention. The enemy wants to bring contention. I don't know, but I see this man of God in one of these churches that looks like Methodist, that looks like Presby, something like that. A Presbyterian minister. Okay, we need to pray. May the preservation of the Lord be upon them. And this is how the whole thing will happen. It will be around a particular car. A car Then a soul separation will come. But the Lord said, I should stand against it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, whatever the Lord has purposed for your family will surely come to pass. And I want to tell you, in the mighty name of the Lord, Jesus, even your sister Marjorie, she is married to a certain guy who is working with 
a certain hospital holding spectacles like somebody that is an optometrist and as I'm looking at him he's like a doctor in optometry but the Lord said we need to pray because that guy that is doing optometry I see he's also connected to a certain guy they call Ura. Ura is a footballer and doors have not been opened and the Lord is ministering to me that we should use your sister's husband as a point of contact to that is his brother to pray for Ura because Ura is about to travel to Europe and I saw in the realm of the spirit when Ura travels to Europe he's going to be a good footballer and I saw through that he will be pushing and pushing and pushing and Ura will become one good player even in Chelsea football club say it the spirit of the Lord and you are Paul hallelujah Hallelujah. This evening we will meet. We are planning on visiting you. Oh wow, I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. Come, come and visit us in church. We will be waiting. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Uh, please, let's take note. Mega one word from the Lord was supposed to be today, but we have moved it to God willing Thursday. So today is prelims. So on Thursday, in the evening, 7 p.m., we are starting mega one word from the Lord. And on that same Thursday, at exactly 11.30 p.m., we are going to do our crossover prayer service. So please, I'm going to check the port points we have. And let us know the, the amount we need to also send in. Hallelujah. The Lord bless us and favor all of us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, some people are saying we should be close. Please, I said this that on Thursday when we are coming for mega one word from the Lord, each and every one of us is supposed to get one white candle. Are you listening to me? One white candle. I was lying on the altar in church this morning and I saw a group of people holding candles. The Lord confirmed it again. He said, tell my people, I'm going to use that as a token to do something amazing in their lives. And every form of darkness will disappear and give way to the light of God. So please, I said white candle. That is what God said. Don't go and buy black. Don't go and buy red. Please, we are not Susu. Sorry, we are not Ajagraja International Ministries. Neither are we Chelobin and Salofin Church. Are you listening to me? That's how they say it. That's why I'm saying it like that. That's how the Nigerians call it. Chelobin and Salofin. <laughs> Somebody said, I need a job, Papa. You have it in the name of the Lord Jesus. By Thursday, you have the job in Jesus' precious, mighty name. Amen. Nanama, you are blessed and highly favored. Somebody will take you outside this country. God is about to show you great mercy and release a certain grace on you for marriage. And after that, that door of traveling has opened in Jesus' precious, mighty name. Amen. CEO of 
group of companies, the Lord has released favor on you. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Please, we are still planning on... Um, we are still planning on the Eagles Conference. So, um, let us always be... But Elsie, may the Lord touch you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and favor you all. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Hallelujah. So please, at exactly 6.30 p.m., we'll be meeting in church for the evening prayer sessions. And I'm going to connect us live around 7.20 p.m. So that we all pray together. Hallelujah. So please make sure you join us. Amen. Don't forget, this Thursday is mega one word from the Lord. The flyer is ready. I'm going to release it right after here. Let's share the flyer and invite our friends and loved ones. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and increase you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. If you feel led to release any seed, the number is 0240312551. God bless you right after here. Yes, please, Justin. Right after here, I'm going to upload the message. Make sure you don't listen to it alone. Share it with your friends, your loved ones. Let them partake in the blessing that the Lord has purposed for us. God bless you and favor you all. We shall meet. Shalom. Please also take note that prayer rain, prayer rain comes off on the 6th of March. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Prayer rain is one of the annual programs that Eagles Mountain International organizes according to the leading of the Spirit of God. And it is solely prayer. We pray, sir. And let me use the normal brothel that the secretaries normally use. In view of that, we are all buying um, prayer ring t-shirt. Hallelujah. <laughs> we are all buying prayer ring t-shirt. And I, I'm telling you, I'm going to lay hands on the t-shirt. I will lie on them and pray to God. Because every year, we pray over the t-shirts and God use them as tokens to release power in the lives of his people. So I will lie on them, take pictures and videos so that you will know that it is not a joke. Hallelujah. Everything that will come out of Eagles Mountain International to you must be a token that God can release his power through. The Bible says that aprons and handkerchiefs were taken from the body of Paul and when they were placed, even on the sick, they were healed. Even the dead came back to life. So please, Make sure you buy some. You can contact. You can send a message to the number 055-318-2114. 055-318-2114. That's my wife's number. You can send her a message and tell her you want one of the t-shirts. It is just cool 50 Ghana CDs. Pe. Cool 50 Ghana CDs. Pe. Hallelujah. 50 Yes, so please, you can just contact her and get yours. Please, let's make it very fast because um, 6th of March is just at the corner. So please, let's make it very, very fast. 
The Lord bless us and help all of us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever you are believing God for under this anointing, I pray, let it be released. You are next in line to testify in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you all and favor you in Jesus' precious mighty name. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.